Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Let's Talk Smack Sports Podcast. This is Justin. And this is Tommy. And uh, you might have noticed there's a name change. There's a reason for that. Uh, Google and Facebook do not like it when you have swear words in the title. So, Let's Talk Smack, you know, talking smack about what we're doing. Yeah, we're talking shit. Name change aside, we're still the same podcast. We're still here to talk smack. We're here to talk about all the sports. By the way, you can follow us at Let's Talk Smack PC at Twitter. Uh, you can also follow us at Let's Talk Smack Sports Podcasts on Instagram and Let's Talk Smack Sports Podcast on Facebook. Uh, if you have any sort of comments, questions, stuff you want us to address, please email us at Let's Talk Smack. Sports podcast at gmail.com. If you just want to smack it around, you could just way. you could send us DMs, you could send <laughs> us whatever it could be dirty pictures. No, <laughs> please do not send us. No, dirty we're not pictures. encouraging that. We are not in any, any way, any kind of R. Kelly behavior. No, <laughs> no R. Kelly, thank you. Uh, so that said, welcome to the podcast. Our topics for today are talking about free agency, a lot going on. We got many moves, uh, we've got Antonio Brown, we've got Machado. A lot's happened in two weeks. Uh, we're talking about the Raiders and their stadiums issue. And then we're talking about the worst names and worst mascots. Gritty, good old Gritty. Uh, you know, I don't hate on Gritty. <laughs> you don't hate on Gritty. No, no, no. He's just scary enough. And That's then, what of course, you want for opposing teams. <laughs> then, of course, stay tuned for the lightning round at the end. We're actually timing it this time because last last uh, week's uh, lightning round got out of hand. We were, we were we had too many opinions. Yeah, well, that was mostly my fault. I uh, take uh, responsibility for that. He should, as yeah. he should. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so, welcome to the podcast. Uh, our first topic, I think, without goes without saying, it's definitely Antonio Brown to the Oakland Raiders. You know, uh, I think I kind of said this to you earlier. Um, Colin Cowherd did a whole bit about how if they, if the Raiders, John Gruden, picked up Antonio Brown, it would be the worst decision of his career. Not that I'm saying I can blame him, but it's like, okay, what are you building your franchise on, right? Is it this wide receiver? Is it developing Derek Carr? Is it beefing up your offensive line? It doesn't seem to be your defense because Kyle uh, Mack went straight to the yeah base. exactly. Yeah, so pay him a contract. What's the? Uh, I really just don't see a clear plan in Oakland, and maybe I'm wrong about that with the Antonio Brown uh, pickup. Well, I think we, we looked at some of the positives of him. This is a kid who averaged a thousand yards all three seasons in college football, uh, and then uh, in the pro leagues, he's been a Pro Bowl receiver pretty much his whole career. Uh, but he is thirty. Thirty's old for a wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, you know, you see some guys going into their mid thirties. I'd agree with that. Um, it, you know, you're going to take a lot of contact, especially in the role that he plays. However, I don't think that you put $50 million on the guy, you know, make him the most, yeah, the highest paid receiver of all time. So $50 million for three years. That's a high, that's, that's a high yeah. price. Too. But I mean, that's honestly, he is the highest paid receiver of all time. You know, uh, 
I think you look at Oakland and you say they've got three draft picks coming up, first-round draft picks in this coming draft. They really, really need to fix their offensive line. Well, I would actually disagree. I would go the other way. Because we've... Fix the defense? Yes. Yeah, all defense? Well, I mean, it depends. I mean, if you want to go all in on Derek Carr, um, then yes, fix fix the offensive line and then see what you can do in free agency on defense. That would be my argument to you. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, but they haven't bit on one or the other, right? Like, how does the offensive line begin and start, you know, with Antonio Brown, right? right? Like, you just spent, what? Oh, just a stupid amount of money. money. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you have to pay for those first round draft picks. Even though you do get them, you do have to pay them money. Yeah. Well, league minimum, right? League minimum. Yeah. Which is, you know, if, if you're it's the fair. first couple picks, first round, and that's more. Uh, I would say that looking at the Raiders, looking at Gruden, I think one thing you can kind of dig into him a little bit is he uh, was a broadcaster, so we know his voice very well. We know uh. his opinions on quarterbacks. They had the whole special of. Gruden's uh, quarterback camp. So, like, I'm like, how is Derek Carr not a better quarterback when he's your quarterback? That makes no sense to me. I mean, he was supposed to, like, come in, and, and the way he talked, like, look, when he was a sports podcast or sports caster, announcer, yeah. announcer yeah. the color commentator, right? Yeah. Uh, to me, he seemed very knowledgeable about the sport. He seemed like somebody who watched a lot of tape. And... I mean, I wasn't expecting the Raiders to be, you know, some amazing team after he came back into the league because you're inheriting a lot uh, as John Gruden, you know, going into that uh, franchise. But um, I didn't expect them to be under 500. Yeah. That was a big shock to me. They were terrible last year. What we're looking at is John Gruden, and we're, we're allowed to be critical, I think, because this is a man who's won a Super Bowl. And he's a man who we've had to hear his voice of across like all of our games for like the past five or however many seasons. So I think you look at a franchise like the Oakland Raiders, you look at them getting Antonio Brown, it's definitely a step in the right direction. They're getting high-profile people. That means they're the opposite of what the Cleveland Browns were for years, where it was like no free agent wanted to go there. Well, it's, you know, they had the pieces. I don't know why... They were so hard on Khalil Mack. You know, I think that Gruden had the pieces in place. He had Amari Cooper. He had Khalil Mack. Um, he had Derek Carr, at quarterback. Yeah. To see them just implode last season was just... It was kind of shocking. Yeah, it was very shocking. Again, in a, there's a lot of people who are very critical of John Gruden. I'm not one of those people. I thought he was a great color commentator. I was more than willing to listen to him. But... uh you know, and here is insight, but to see him go to the Raiders and just completely dismantle that team down to nothing. I mean, it's like... Yeah. It felt like you, an ego move by him. He's oh. like, this is my team. I don't care who we have here now. They're all leaving. Yeah. I'm going to start over, and I'm going to build the thing for the ground up. It's a bunch of BS, dude. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Antonio Brown, it's a big, splashy move. Uh, we all kind of are, are curious to see what their next move is with their three draft picks, and maybe you trade a couple of those. Maybe you trade them for another big guy. I don't know. Well, and uh, do they keep Derek Carr, right? That's, I mean, that's, that's a big a question. That's a big question. I would say you think you have to for now, but maybe you don't commit to a guy like that. He's a kind of uh, – he's been real spotty, obviously, I, you know, after that horrible injury. But uh, the kid's not been – 
what he was, you know, cut out to be. No, not in the last few seasons. I mean, yeah. like looking at them from two years ago versus them now, uh, completely different team. Yeah, and you they, could say that's the defense. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. They were known for just having a smash mouth defense, and they gutted it with Khalil Mack, who went to my Bears. Very happy about that. Yeah, <laughs> no, they just made all the difference, right? Yeah, although we did oh. give them the two draft picks that are, you know. Anyways, okay, so we're going down the free agency, uh, sort of the waiver wire a little bit. Uh, I think the big other name that was, uh, you know, thrown around is Bryce Harper, the man, the legend, the Philly. <laughs> True story. We're, we're looking at a guy who's making $330 million, the highest paid baseball player of all time. Uh, and uh, they were uh, at the Washington Nationals. They were trying to keep Harper there. And they were going to pay him out till he was like 60 years old Oh yeah, in deferred payments. And it still wasn't enough money. And the Phillies roped that guy in. And now he's, he's like, hey, so Mike Trout, come over, to, come over to the Phillies now. And I'm like, Mike Trout's like, yeah, didn't you just take all the Phillies money? <laughs> you know, what, do, what do they got left? Exactly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a ridiculous contract. Not that Bryce Harper isn't worth it. He's got many years ahead of him. He's a tall, athletic guy you want to build a franchise around. But who else is going to the Phillies? Like, what's going to magically fix that team? Um, well, I mean, dude, they did win a World Series with them. Within the last decade, right? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say they're like a total washover. I know they were heavily rebuilding, and then they landed. They just landed the biggest fish in the market. Uh, but you got you got to wonder about like paying a price like that, and you got to wonder like, okay, does that now hurt the pitching side of things? I mean, I get that the guy's worth it on paper, but also Scott Boris is his agent. Right? Yeah, well, he's everybody's <laughs> fucking agent. Yeah, he's everybody's agent. Every scumbag baseball player, right? <laughs> like, you know, that's that's their agent, Tony Boris. Uh, Scotty. Scotty, excuse <laughs> me. Oh, I'm sorry, Scotty. I fucked up your first name. Well, Apologies. Okay, so so I just think, uh, you know, as a Cubs fan, squeeze that in. There was there. a little bit of some, some quiet hope amongst Cubby fans that, you know, Bryce Harper might be like, oh, I want to go play with Chris Bryant and just win championship after championship after championship with, like, you know, Rizzo and just all the guys you love. And, uh, <laughs> and when, I, when I look at the move to the Phillies, I'm like, you and, and what army's over on the – I guess they re-signed their catcher. But, but you, you just look at that as, like, why didn't you go to the Yankees? Like, well, if you want to win now. Or, or what, what's, the, what's the game plan there? You know, honestly, he didn't have, a, he didn't have the best season. Uh, this past year, right? To well, be they started straight up benching him on the yeah. Nationals. They, yeah. they sat him out whole games. They're like, "Nah, we know he's going." Yeah, and, <laughs> and like you know, whether he was just like purposely tanking or it was because of trade deals. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did again. He did not have the greatest year this year compared compared to like 2012, 2013. Yeah, he's definitely a dominant uh, free agent like that. You look, but I mean, I feel like the. The Padres way overpaid for Machado as well, three hundred million dollars for ten years. Well, he's going nowhere. All right, you want to talk a team? You want to talk about a team that's going flipping nowhere? It's the San Diego Padres. Uh, He belongs there. True though. I mean, Uh, yeah. I mean, he's such a piece of shit player. He was in the World Series last year. Smiling, That's, striking out. Yeah. If yeah. anything, I think everyone in, in LA Nation, LA Sports Nation, wanted him out of there. I could be wrong. I wanted him out of there, and I'm, you know, I'm like sort of just a 
I watched the World Series. I love the World Series, but I'm definitely not strictly speaking a Dodgers fan. Not that there's anything wrong with the Dodgers, but what I'm saying is if I was a Dodgers fan, the moment we got rid of Manny Machado, I'm like, okay, cool. Now we can like have a team that cares, you know? (laughs) Well, they have the pieces. I mean, the problem is, is that uh, there's a bunch of aging players on the Dodgers and, and granted they're my West coast team too. I'm a big fan. Sure. 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 You, you look at a conch and I guess this is kind of my point is two contracts worth over $300 million. And that's, you know, both over a decade. Um, But still that's 30 million a year. And that's a lot of money, man. Like, uh, granted, you know, Philly is considered a big market team, and I guess San Diego is kind of a big market team. No, they're, they're not. I guess, I don't know. It's weird because San Diego as a city is quite wealthy. No, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. huge. But, I mean, yeah, it's like they don't here. give a shit about their sports team. I mean, look at the Chargers, right? Like, well, that was they're the not in the city. The ownership and... dragged them uh, kicking and screaming to L.A. That was, well... It was just a hot mess. I, I do feel bad <laughs> for Chargers fans. Like, oh, I feel I've terrible got, for them. Yeah, I've got a couple buddies who were yeah. Charger fans, and the minute they moved them out of San Diego, they were like, I am no longer a Chargers fan. Yeah, I, I it's mean, over. so you look at the Padres as being the only team in town, aside from college ball. But it's always garbage. Like, every season. Like, when was the last time the Padres... The Padres made it to the postseason. Yeah, it, it it can't have been in the last like you know <laughs> ten years. Uh, it's just been, and if we're wrong, we're sorry. You can email us and follow us online. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. He's looking at it. Fact checking. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think the regardless of what year they did make it to the playoffs, what we're saying is recently it's been a hot mess over there in San Diego town and. If anything, they've kind of been like the bottom of their division. It's it's been not even close. Always consistently. Yeah. And uh so you know, you get a you get a name like Machado, you you pay through I mean, that's the thing, you these smaller market teams ish, smaller I guess they're on the fence, middle market, whatever. Um they're going out of their way at thirty million dollars a season, ten years. That is literally taking away, let's say, at least twenty million that you could be spending on like two other players. I agree like, with that. And those could be some of the hottest pitchers. You could have some of the, I, I don't know. I, I think the contracts in baseball, while the players are worth the price, uh, based on, like, you know, Scotty Boris's, uh, you know, math and everything, uh, is it really worth the price? Is it re- ever really worth the price to pay a player $30 million for 10 years? Dude, these numbers are fucking fascinating. They haven't had a winning season since <laughs> 2008. Okay, okay. So no, we no, were no, just 2007. We just squeaked in with a 10 year thing. No, and it had 89 and 74. The year before it was, they were, and you know, they have been in first place a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, nothing against the Padres fans by any means, but, no. you know, what's happening there as far as grabbing a free agent like that, making a splash, and then who else are you going to get? And that's, I think that's what I was talking about my issue with LeBron. Like, who else do the Lakers have? Nobody. Nobody. Yeah. And, like, when he's out, the, the team, like, just the defense folds. Like, the motivation's gone. And then when he comes back in, they're like, oh, we should, we should try playing again. It's, it's like this, uh, this big fish in a pond, and he sucks up all the, all the food. And there's no food left for anybody else, so you get these little yeah. guppies. Motherfuckers <laughs> got to eat, dude. They got to eat. You know <laughs> what I mean? Eat, you man. can't just, like, swallow up the whole, like, 
team salary cap. And yeah, you're like, well, you know, I don't know what you're going to do with the guys around me, but I'm definitely going to get the coach fired. Yeah. If I can't get these like scrubs to play. Yeah. And, and I think as a, <laughs> as a player, I think that's where you get like the, the classic, uh, a player taking a little bit of a pay cut, like a Tom Brady type where he's like, I'll play for the minimum to, to make us a championship team. No, not, not that that's smart necessarily, but he's got a wife who can support him. <laughs> also true. Also who true. also makes more money than him. Like, but, there you uh, go, Tom. Yeah. Everybody wants to live that dream, right? No, no. I man. want a money, honey. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> uh, no, no. The, the funny part about uh, the whole the whole free agency thing, and this is why we kind of bring it up, we, we, we're talking about Machado, we're talking about Bryce Harper, we're talking about Antonio Brown, we're talking about massive amounts of cash. Yeah, just getting the paycheck. To not even win just to get paid. I mean, it's like, where's your passion for the game, right? It it does come into question, and I, I don't disagree with the the player wanting the most of his value. I think that's good because the players oftentimes do get undervalued, then they get hurt, and then they get discarded, and it's that's rough. I get that. Uh, but then you're talking about the future of a franchise over 10 years, which is obviously 10 years of playoffs, which is obviously 10 years of maybe no playoffs. Like right. the, then fans will grow fatigued over 10 years of, of no success. But, and then that's when you get like people like me famously hating Jay Cutler for like taking all them. And you know, obviously it's not on him that they, we were willing to shell out that money, but I know the bitterness of having Jay. No, Cutler it's on him. Me. He sucks so bad. Well, that's, that's, that's true. <laughs> it's, I'm just saying like, you know, you're there, you're there as a player to, to get paid. Like that's your goal. Uh, and then you want to win. And those are two goals. Shouldn't, no, no, no. I mean, I think yeah. the desire to win is worth more than the desire to make money. I mean, there's plenty yeah. of players out there that realize, like, look, I can make a decent enough living. But you're not going to turn down, like, a $300 million contract. You'll say, oh, no, no, I'll take that. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but... You're going to take that. But the guys who get those contracts, they wipe their teams out, man. I think you said it already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Smoking like, Jay. Smoking Jay Cutler. Oh, God. Where, I mean, where you just felt like nobody cared. It was so, so sad. Well, Peyton Manning, too, dude. Look at how yeah. he depleted the Colts. Nobody ever talks about that, right? I mean, he didn't play for a full 16, 17 games that yeah. one year and still took $24 million Yeah. To not you're play. like, dude, you're a piece of shit. Like, that, that, that's a piece of shit move. You know what I mean? For you to argue for that kind of money and then, like, force a trade because you're not the top-paid NFL quarterback. When guys who have won more than you, have better records than you in the playoffs, mm. are taking less money than you. Right, right. Your I, desire I think, to make money yeah. overrules your desire to win. And in my mind, I mean, especially if I'm a team manager or an owner, I'm going to look at that immediately. I'm going to be like, yeah. he cares more about making money than it does about winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know what I mean. I know as a Bears fan, my level of fandom like sunk to an all-time low watching Jay Cutler take all like twenty-seven million a year or whatever. Just just like making it a nightmare in my dreams of like watching poor poor football. Yeah, well, you're like there's it, Brian Erlacher. You know, you're like meat and potatoes, blue yeah. collar guy, mm-hmm. wasting his career away while his quarterback throws interceptions on a weekly basis. Yeah, just for making top dollar. Making That's top dollar. Bullshit. Top of the free agency market. Uh, you could argue that the Bengals fans have gone through a similar kind of hell with Dalton. Um, oh yeah, one hundred percent. It's it, when you see a player get a stupid giant fucking haircut, right? <laughs> <laughs> when you see a player get a giant amount of money, 
I can only be hesitant to applaud it and to say, oh, you know, Padres fans, well, they're probably going to win in a couple of years. You know, they've fast-tracked to the World Series. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, one it's, would assume. I mean, yeah. but you apply that logic to, like, the Cleveland Browns. I mean, it yeah. doesn't really hold up, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so that's kind of, the, I guess, the point about free agency is just, uh, you know, I'm a little skeptical about these giant amounts of money being thrown around. Uh, on the flip side, uh, we're still talking about uh, Antonio Brown, and I guess that's not quite as much money, but we're talking about a player. He's who, still the highest paid wide receiver. He is the highest paid wide receiver. In the NFL. Yeah, we're talking about a player. What's $50 million over three years, dude? Help me out here. It's a weird amount. It doesn't. It's, it's like math. 50. It's a little 18, bit more than 50 18. million. 3, 15. 3, 3, yeah. 3. Three, yeah, okay, million, so there you 18, go. 18 million a year. <laughs> 18 <laughs> million a year. Oh, shit. All right, well, what I'm... What was a, he making um, on the Steelers, do you I, know? Uh, you know what? I think he was making like 15 million a year. I want to say he was definitely... Oh, so... Yeah, so he's making like at least like three to four. And also, none of that money was guaranteed. Uh, so that's a big part of the, the contract change. For yeah, him. I'd agree with also, that. Also, you mean. could just argue getting the fuck off the Steelers might be a win for him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sorry, Steelers fans. Oh, I know. But your city sucks. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not about that. It's about the, the garbage uh, thing with Le'Veon Bell where he just didn't play a fucking game after like week one or whatever. Well, first of all, Mike Tomlin has completely lost control of that locker room. Why yeah. the hell he yeah. is still a head coach in the league? Yeah, I, is I, beyond I, me. I have a hard time watching him coach. I get frustrated for Steelers Dude, he tripped fans. a play. I know. I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, it's not like I just want the Steelers to like uh, do a whole reboot because they still have a few good pieces, but it's feeling that way. It's feeling like it's about to be a reboot on that franchise. Yeah, well, the minute that Roethlisberger retires, it's all over. Yeah, they. I mean... We'll see in the draft. Actually, I'm very curious to see if they'll pick up another quarterback. And I, I mean, by God, they have to, right? I mean, you you need to really invest in the future over there. Well, you've got yeah. people leaving the team. You've got running backs just straight up not playing. Although I think that's a special situation where I literally think Bell is selfish. And I think that was kind of a shitty thing to do to a team. Wow. <laughs> I, think, I think the players in the locker room were like, yes, he wants to prove a point that that running backs deserve top dollar, that it's a tough life being a running back. But also, like, what about your teammates? Like, do you not care about – and he showed he just didn't give a fuck about them. No. <laughs> it's like uh, – And it's, it's like, what statement. about your offensive line, dude? You don't think they're, like, not vastly underpaid oh, for the job they're absolutely. doing? Absolutely. Those guys go through – and that's the funny part is uh, I talked to a, a lineman. I, I uh, met him in Chicago. He was a college guy, and he told me he's, like, you know, behind the scenes, like – we're getting fingers jammed in, like our thumbs are getting jammed. Oh, yeah. like, like he's like, we're doing helmet to helmet constantly, and there's it's not you know the NFL doesn't consider that helmet to helmet, but there's a lot of rushing directly into the three hundred pound guy in front of you, and uh, hitting his head immediately, and and that doesn't get called. No, so never. It's you know when you when you're the running back and you're the star running back, and then you pull a diva move like that, I think you alienate. Everyone in that locker room. Well, yeah, exactly. Because there's guys whose careers are going to be about three years. And while you sit there on the sidelines bitching about your salary, these guys are literally getting their legs and their bodies broken 
you know, to open up holes for you. Yeah, and you, and, and you get paid nothing. You think they're gonna? <laughs> you think they're gonna open those holes so well when you're, you know? No, no, no. I'm gonna let some guy just take your knees out. <laughs> like if it's me, I'm gonna be like, yeah, yeah, go, go get it. That literally goes back to the Cutler thing, where occasionally the offensive lineman would just step aside and let the <laughs> let the rush happen. <laughs> And Jay Cutler always had that coming. Oh, my God. He doesn't wash his hands. I mean, you know, how can you don't have respect care. for the guy? I don't know if anybody's heard this story. I heard this story the, through somebody it's else. Like, it's like a wives' tale, but it's also probably, probably true. pretty true. <laughs> like, he was smoking cigarettes on the sidelines. It's along those lines. Anyways, so apparently, Jay Cutler was in the bathroom, and, you know, he did his uh, nasty business in the... Uh, in the uh, you know, urinal there, didn't wash his hands. And uh, somebody called out to him, and they are like, hey, Jay, you know, wash your hands. And uh, his response was, don't okay. care. <laughs> I don't and know you're like, I have no idea. wow, you know what? If <laughs> that, that is true, true or if that is not true, yeah. it actually fits the picture of that guy for me. Well, I mean, what, him like, sitting on, on the uh, sidelines on, making duck on face Bill, on Bill Burr's <laughs> podcast. Uh, he talks about him. He's like, so here's here's you know some Joe Schmo suiting up for the Miami Dolphins, coming out looking like freaking a booze. <laughs> like, oh, uh, you poor. He might be a nice guy. That guy's fucking genius, man. He took he took so much money from the Bears. Okay, uh, all right. So we we're are not going to talk about Jay Cutler's drinking habits. Uh, my <laughs> assumption is that he wasn't drunk on the field. I think he was. No, no, no. Athlete. You just don't want to believe that. I'm pretty sure he's pretty. The wasted. one we have confirmation who was drunk was Ron Artest. Yes, in the Bulls locker all the time. It's been interesting to it's be. That, a it's all that fan. world peace, man. I mean, you know, he's just got too much world peace in his uh, life. Yeah. On the on the flip side, uh, uh, okay, we're we gonna uh, break away from the free agency thing. Uh, I think uh, we're damn you. gonna jump right into the interesting conundrum of uh, where are the Raiders gonna play this year, and uh, how come nobody wants. Uh, Mark Davis to have his team in their lovely town and uh, he doesn't have a stadium booked. So like, I don't, they have to rent out the Oakland athletic stadium where they used to just be able to be, to be there, to play there. So it's kind of, uh, you know, as a Raiders fan, you've got a couple interesting things happening. Uh, You've got high profile players, but then you're also like, yo, like my team is legit leaving for Vegas. And yeah, you're like, I don't want, I mean, it's funny, man, because everybody I used to see in LA and, and, you know, me and Tommy are both in uh, Los Angeles here, you know, Oxnard. Yeah. (laughs) Right now, physically, Physically. we're in Oxnard, but, uh, you know, we, 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 we both work in LA. So the funny thing is, is all the people I know who used to be silver and black diehard the minute they were going to Vegas. Yes. They all became Rams fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it flipped. It flipped real quick. So you're kind of like, okay, so like, now are, are you supposed to be like, well, I forgive them for leaving their hometown, but also like, no, t- like they can't even rent out uh, USC's like Coliseum. Like, like nobody wants them in Los Angeles. <laughs> like this is true. They they've been actively looking for a home just temporarily, just for the seventeen weeks of this coming NFL season and nobody wants the Raiders and like uh the, oh yeah they they even went they went up to uh the Niners new stadium like oh you're, you're gonna split it with us right and like no so like I think they're gonna be right back at the uh A's uh Oakland stadium uh with with everybody in the league basically saying like no you did this deal with the devil Mark Davis 
you don't get to like do backseas for a season. All right, Tommy, I think I missed a whole chapter in what happened here because okay. the last I heard, yeah. they were playing out of uh, their, uh, what, the Coliseum? No, 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 the Raiders are not. The Rams are. So who was playing? Where were they playing up until now? The, the Raiders. Raiders are still playing on the Oakland A's baseball stadium. So what's the deal with the, the Vegas the, deal? The, so the deal with the Vegas, it doesn't go through till next year. And then this coming year, they have nowhere to play. So wait a second. They have two years before they actually have a fucking they, stadium. Yeah, when they did the deal. Yeah, oh, yeah. my so God. Like, so basically. What a shit show. <laughs> I know. Mark Davis, what's happening? Well, it's that bowl cut. It's that's, what's bowl cut. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Way to go, Chucky. <laughs> yeah, so it, you literally have a situation where nobody wants that to That is the ugliest man on the planet. Can we just stop for we, a minute and just admit out. that? <laughs> that That is the ugliest man we've all uh, ever you seen. You know who was ugly was uh, Jerry Krause for the bowl. Back in the 90s, yeah, he was see him pretty go up ugly. And hug Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan would go give him a hug, and I'm like, Whoa, what is that? They're like, Oh, Gross. yeah, that's crap. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's one of the top teams of all time, but not a good looker. Uh, and yeah, and Mark Davis Mark has Davis. that look going <laughs> on. You're like, Wow, <laughs> that is the ugliest. Not only is that the ugliest owner I've ever yeah. seen, that is the ugliest man I've ever oh, seen. Oh, man, you're, you're doing- and that haircut can get any worse. I mean, I'm like, Dude, you're a millionaire. You know what I mean? You can do anything with your money. Yeah. Maybe fix your face. Oh, man. After, <laughs> after he announced the Raiders were moving to Vegas, he got the biggest backlash from diehard Raiders fans. They were going to his office and like parading around with signs outside his office. Oh, I that appreciate like, that shit. Hey, hey, bowl cut. <laughs> it's like that kind of like level of... Oh, he deserved that. He, he kind of deserved that. I, I would say that... He should have built the stadium first. Just, you know... Here's the thing is why are you going to move them there? There's wh- nothing there. Yeah. Why are you I moving I mean, you'll to have fans, but you're going to have a lot of drunk fans. A lot of people coming from the casinos directly to the stadium. You might have rowdier Raiders crowds than you've ever had. Yeah, but you at least they're not going to be like stabbed. pissing on little kids. They might be. No, I don't think they are. <laughs> you know what? Like at least people from Nevada are like somewhat mild mannered. Okay. Yeah, Listen. But the out of towners flying in to go like to, oh man. I think Dude, my brother told this story to me one time. Well, if anything, I guess the Golden Knights proved you can have like a stand-up franchise in Vegas. But uh, I would say the Raiders is a, a far cry from a, a new, you know, startup team. But you're bringing in a bunch of angry, pissed-off Raiders fans because they left Oakland. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, really? You know, you left a shitty part of the Bay Area, and now you're in Vegas. Yeah. Why the hell are you complaining? It's just like. I don't know. Like, looking at it as a franchise, you're like, what the fuck's going on? No, dude. Like, all right. Look, the Raiders had the worst reputation in the league for a long time. And my brother told me this story. And again, I, you know, I can't speak to it, whether or not it happened. But I actually believed it happened because of my experience with Raiders fans, right? So apparently this family... They, you know, go to a Chargers-Raiders game uh, in Oakland, and uh, they're wearing the Chargers jerseys. Uh, the little kids got the Chargers jersey Which, on. Which, by the way, is allowed in America. Yeah, it, it is. You can wear the opposing team's jersey. People won't to like the you, other. but it's okay. Yeah, that's it's fine. Okay. It's part of the sport. There are two teams. You get to pick one. So it's a sunny day, and all of a sudden, they're getting wet. And they turn around and look around, and there is a Raiders fan pissing from the upper tier 
onto their child. They call over security, <laughs> and security did nothing. I'm like, th- that's what I mean. I'm sorry, Raiders fans. I'm horrible. sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but when you start pissing on little kids, that's where I draw the line. My guess is probably 90% of the fans are not like that. It's probably That's like why you lost to the Patriots, you motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, now it's going to the tuck rule. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, I love it. No. no that no, was no. the greatest I justice. This, I don't want to go down this dark Greatest path. justice ever served anyway out of to this. the worst franchise ever. Oh, my God. You know everybody hates hey, the Patriots still, right? That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Of that and I'm going to keep shoving that tuck rule <laughs> down their throat until they stop pissing on children. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Don't pee on kids. The tuck rules bullshit, and we're all good. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not bullshit. We it's won a Super Bowl because of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, anyways, what we're so the red is sucking the snow. <laughs> no, Take away from that. Now. What we're pointing out now, we're going to stay on topic. Boy, did we deviate. <laughs> what we're talking about is moving to Vegas, alienate your fan base, uh, not having anywhere to play this year, and also the NFL and all the cities in, in California being like, no, nah, you can't play here. They're basically saying, get out of, not in my backyard, to, to the Raiders. It's, it's, it's sort of a bit of hubris, I would say. Well, if Mike Davis was smart, he would have made, uh, he would have gotten taxpayer money to do this. Instead, right. all of these. Uh, or just build a new stadium in Oakland, dude. No, nah, man, that's never going to happen. Well, I don't know. Like, he, he should have found something to do. I mean, it's Vegas. I mean, you couldn't find, like, people to fund this for you, really? Because he was the one who strong-armed the NFL into letting, letting them him go to Vegas. There, yeah. yeah, he was the one fighting for it, like, screwing over the players, the fans, the team. And, and now he's like, oh, like, who's going to let me play, like, one season? It's like, no, no one. Nobody, nobody. Anyways, there's – I'm not – I'm not necessarily against having an NFL team in Vegas, but it should be a new franchise. It well, should be an he should have had his shit together before this. Yeah, yeah. You know what this I mean? It's just all kinds of ridiculous moves. Oh, it's it's unreal. If, if the Chicago Bears tomorrow were like, and we're moving to Green Bay, I'm like, well, I'm not a fan. <laughs> That's, it's, it's over. over. It's over. It's like, all over. No, it's okay. It's okay because but, you, you could still be a fan. Of, like, no, you just got in my heart it's but terrible. you understand right like the green bay fans like if you're a season like if you're a green, well, green bay, bay yeah, resident stand up uh franchise They're, yeah if you're a green yeah. bay resident you actually get money from the packers every year right and that's the right way to run They're, an organization exactly They're classy they, they're good yeah and if the raiders in good faith had done something like that if mark davis had made a move like that where he made the residents of Vegas feel like they were a part of that franchise, all of a sudden you have the whole state of Nevada right behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to, well, I want to move my team to Vegas, and I think that's a great idea. Without any concern for any sort of, you know. The interim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, well, okay, this was not. What are we going to do for the next three years? Like, nobody ever thought about that, right? You know, and I, I look at owners, and I think about owners that, like, really genuinely care about the teams regardless of winning or losing. And I think about the Raiders as being like, we're going to throw anything at the wall. We're going to get John Gruden. We're going to get Antonio Brown. We're going to move to Vegas. We're going to do whatever we want at random and like hope something sticks. It just doesn't feel like it's got a clear direction and it's not by people who care. It's people who want fans to pay money to yeah. go see the game and to buy jerseys. And to like, it, it just doesn't feel like, 
you have a true, uh, you know, you have a true plan. And, 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 and that is sort of, I think it leads you to like seven years of just failure and, and, and it leads to like bitterness and it leads to a lot of, uh, uh, you know, bad contracts and bad contracts screw over the fans. They really do. Well, the minute you don't have a mission statement, right? Like for your yeah. team, like what do you want to accomplish in the city? What do you want to accomplish as a organization, right? right, right, right. Where do you want to get to? It feels like the Raiders, uh, management-wise, front-office-wise, uh, coaching-wise, right. they have no direction. They're just, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, they're just out there, like you said, in the wilderness. You know, we don't even have a stadium to play at next season. I know, season. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, we might see a few games at, like, a college stadium. Like, it's, I, I don't think that'll actually happen. But, I mean, well, you look at the, well, the San Diego, now LA Chargers, they, they play in StubHub Center, which is a tiny, tiny arena. By the way, great place to see a game. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, if you want to see the Chargers lose, go hey, ahead. And, uh, oh, uh, come on. Man, 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 man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. All right. But the point is that the Chargers wound up not playing at even a major NFL size stadium. They play out of the LA Galaxy's StubHub Center. And so that became sort of like, okay, they're in Los Angeles, but they're actually in Carson, which is like a solid 30 miles outside of Los Angeles. So you're like, okay, like, this could be a similar situation for another franchise of just ripping a franchise out of where it's from. It was its home. Uh, granted, Qualcomm Stadium was garbage, <laughs> but like oh, Qualcomm it, was a shithole. It was a shithole, and it like had like pieces of concrete falling on fans. I mean, like <laughs> what they're gonna put in in Inglewood is gonna be fantastic. Yeah, that'll be I'm nice. Sure. That'll be fantastic. I know, oh hell but, yeah! But at least they had an interim plan of being like, we're gonna go to StubHub. You understand we had, though? We had a contract drawn up, so that's where we're playing now. You understand <laughs> though? We're that. spoiled, right? We come from like cities yeah. where like. Our stadiums are massively accessible by public transit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Or they're easy to drive to. Right. Whereas, you know, who want the, who the hell wants to go to Englewood on a Sunday? <laughs> on a Sunday. The 405, yeah. right? Like past the 10. Yeah. Nobody wants to go there. Mm-hmm. Not a flipping person. No. And then you got to drive home. After you've been drinking at the game all day, yeah. like there's no train that goes down there. No, no, no. On there's top there's of that. no. Uh, yeah, there's currently no trains that will access that area, or or they're real hard to get to. Yeah, it's like uh, it's actually probably going to create a traffic apocalypse on Sundays. I can't wait to see it. I, I mean, mean, I didn't. Yeah, like, it's going to be uh, rough. Um, yeah, but anyways, yeah. As a, as an aside, I guess. Um, but yeah, you got to think about that as a franchise relocating. What does it do to the town? Um, the NFL has like a, this is kind of something I want to hit on too. The NFL has a consistent policy of forcing cities to pay for it when it comes out of taxpayers money at when the stadium winds up only paying back the NFL. Yes. So that's actually something completely related to this topic is the strong arming of a, a community. They're like, well, if you want to keep the chargers in San Diego, you're going to have to pay for it as a fan. That's not fair because the NFL's revenue is billions of dollars. Well, dude, and that's why that Green Bay deal is so rare, right? Yeah, like it's, it's so like rare. any one of these NFL teams actually takes money, taxpayer money, to build their stadiums. They give nothing back yeah. to the community. I mean, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. fact that these Green Bay citizens get back a paycheck yeah. every year for just 
living in Green Bay and that the fact that there's a stadium there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's you season know, ticket yeah. holders. Same you, thing. You want to know something crazy is, is when uh, the Bears – uh, renovated their stadium and added in a bunch of seating. They put in the spaceship, as we call it, the UFO, then um, Soldier Field. Now it's fine. Like everyone's, think gotten over it. But you were allowed to buy a seat pass that would then allow you to buy a ticket. As a, but first you had to buy the seat pass. So that's how fucked up this is. Is that I don't even get an actual seat after I buy a seat pass. It was the right. To then buy, <laughs> buy ticket. season tickets, and that's uh, how fucked up that situation why don't was. You check us, and it's like, dude. yo, we we want to watch your game. I I think I've told you this. I like aside from like StubHub, which was I was on the goal line. It was fantastic. I just want to watch NFL on TV. I I would prefer TV. You're not coverage. alone there. I I think You're that being there in the stadium and the 400 level. I I did that at Santa Clara in the new Niners Stadium. And uh, I couldn't see who was passing to who. And money's just was, coming out of your a-hole. Yeah, my right? seat was so <laughs> far away. I was like, I think that was holding. But from here, it could have been a high five. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think you, you look at the NFL and you're like, you guys are greedy. We love your sport. Please just give a little back to the fans. Like, build a rail line to Inglewood. Just you know, don't strong arm cities into paying for teams and then yanking. Anyway, there's there's a lot of controversy about the stadium thing with NFL. Tommy has a right to be angry. I, I have, mean, I have just a little bit of right to be angry. No, I think I think what you want as as a, a fan of of a sport, you know, which actually I think Major League Baseball is pretty good about, is you want to feel like you're catered to, like you're there and it's something special. And I think the NFL is kind of like, well, we're too big of a product to fail. And well, I think that's yeah. a lot of attitude to throw around. No, and you get what you pay for with the MLB, right? Like, you want to buy tickets for 20 bucks? Yeah, you can get a seat in the nosebleeds. You yeah. know what I mean? You eat hot you, dogs You have a good day. time. Yeah. And, like, you won't ever feel like, you know, they're like, well, you should have spent $1,000. You're like, no. No. Like, they're happy that you're there. They're- Hockey's the same way for me, too. Yeah. I mean, if I spend, like, $70, $80 for Kings tickets, yeah. right? I'm going to get a great seat, yeah, and, and I'm going to be it, like in the mezzanine level, and yeah. I'm going to be like maybe one tier above the action. And I feel like that it's, it's that way for other sports like NHL, uh, MLB. Certainly, uh, you know, if you go to like a major league soccer game, you, it, those are really fun, to be honest. Uh, but I think the NFL has this thing where they're like, no, 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 we do what we want when we want and we don't care about the fans and it does feel like that sometimes it's that's a lot uh a lot of that is right is roger, roger goodell, goodell right yeah, yeah. it's it's he it's wants brutal. to sell tickets for like 80 to 100 dollars minimum and then when you're paying top dollar then you get on field level yeah you know what i mean for a thousand dollars plus which is nuts yeah i mean that's yeah that's yeah, yeah. that's so unfair to your yeah. average citizen i mean dude I can remember going to see the Patriots with my dad uh, in the like mid eighties. Mm-hmm. You know when Doug Flutie was the quarterback, right? Yeah, we'd lose to like Dan Marino and uh, Boomer Esiason. Yeah, you know on the fucking Bengals and shit. Wow, and dude, it, they were it was a 
it was a concrete block with bleacher seats. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like people were sharing, yeah. you know, friggin', you know, uh, uh, scarves and stuff. No, no, no. Freezing. Yeah, exactly. Blankets, right? We stretched blankets across like yep. six people drinking hot chocolate. Yeah. It's freezing yeah. my butt off. I was just happy to be there. Yeah. And dude, when my dad was taking me, it was probably like 50 to maybe $300 tops back right, then. Right, right, After they tore down Sullivan's stadium and made Gillette, now it's, like you said. Just ridiculous amounts of prices. Yeah. And then you don't get parking, and then you're stuck in this traffic nightmare. I mean, I, I watch games from home. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm into it. I, I'm right there with I you, like, Tom. I like the sport, but for fuck's sake, care about your fans. Well, and nobody, <laughs> yeah, well, not only that, nobody like judges you for the maniac sports fan you are. You just like start swearing at the TV. <laughs> nobody else hears it. Like, yeah. <laughs> All oh right. Oh, my God. <laughs> so the stadiums, Raiders, get your shit together. Uh, yeah, right. please. We're doing a little we're bit. We're begging you. We're doing a little bit of a follow up uh, because we're approaching March Madness. We're getting here into the actual March. It's getting to that, like, all right, we got the tournament coming up. Everybody get your bracket ready. And we're just talking a little bit more about college ball and uh, where it should be for this March Madness season as far as players getting paid. I just wanted to touch on that again because it feels especially relevant coming up to the tournament bracket. Okay. Okay. Um, You go first, kid. I think, well, a lot of people are saying still that Zion shouldn't play. Um, in the tournament, is and he I, still playing? Uh, yeah, the kid. I think he's been what a beast. cleared. He's cleared to play. Um, I don't know that he's been out there yet, but I think uh, the kids. You know, looking at that tournament, what is the incentive to play in an NCAA basketball championship when you're already guaranteed to be the number one pick in the draft? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why do you want to hurt yourself? It's a it's a serious conundrum, uh, and I think. You know, especially going into this tournament, and you've got a lot of kids out there who are not going to be the number one pick, and a lot of kids are just maybe if they make it to that final round, and then they're like the hero in the game, then they're going to get picked up in like the fourth, fifth round of the NBA draft. Uh, but this guy is like walking on like borrowed time right now. It's like every minute that you play in a game is a minute you could get hurt. Well, I mean, it's- isn't that wild? Yeah, but, I mean, that's any sport, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, that whole shoe debacle with him was yeah, kind yeah, of a freak yeah, accident, yeah. right? But, I mean, like, you, can't, you cannot approach sports from that perspective. Right. Because then you will get hurt. Then you will get hurt. It's the law of Derrick Rose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, not only that, it's like Derrick Rose, like, you can no longer take those cuts. Yeah. You're not in the Kitty Hawks anymore. You're not 22. <laughs> right, your knees will not hold up. No, um, but uh, I think this next draft class in the NBA is going to be beastly, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, RJ I mean, Barrett. Yeah, kids are kids Duke. are coming up in a big way this year. You know, and um, yeah, it's almost it's almost interesting to watch because I mean, obviously, we're gonna be around in the tournament too to give you more updates. Oh but hell yeah! I think on 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 the surface level of what is the point of playing in a, in a college game as a number one pick? Like, like why, why would you, you know, like you said, you should have it in you, the drive to win, the drive to compete, but, but then your agent is telling you maybe don't go out there. Well, you know what, dude? Uh, I don't always think you should be listening. And I think to Charles your... Barkley said college basketball is horse shit. Or something yeah. Well, he's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's basically like horse training, right? Like, you know, 
these poor kids got to go in. Uh, you know, we talked about this last week. Or, well, certainly, we hit, we hit it. Oh, yeah, pretty, pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, how I feel about the NCAA and yeah. you know how those kids aren't paid. However, if I want a lucrative contract, mm-hmm. right, going into the NBA, if I want to be a top seeded draft pick, I got to tell you something, dude. It's not apples to oranges. NBA versus NFL. I would say that all day long. Because, like, your top NFL draft pick is never going to compare to your top NBA draft pick as opposed to longevity and potential. Like, the transition from NCAA basketball to professional basketball versus the transition from NCAA football to NFL football, there's yeah. a it's like a cliff wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. So I, I do think that the, since NCAA is very close to the level of NBA basketball, mm-hmm. um, that yeah, those guys have a reason to play and a reason to play aggressively and get their money. However, if I'm in it, I'm. I'm an NCAA football player. Yeah. I'm not going to be exactly like putting myself on the line for a championship. Right, right, right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I think I think that's actually a good point. Um, I think, uh, you know, sort of a byproduct of that system. Uh, I mean, when you, when you think about an NFL caliber quarterback is, well, they need to play in some kind of postseason. You need to know that they're clutch. You need to know they can make good throws with the seconds winding down in a bowl game. Right. Um, but I think I'm, I'm, I'm uh, you know, probably a million times sure that the guy, the agent waiting for that player or whatever is like, uh, please don't get hurt in this bowl game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, please don't blow your knee out. Please don't blow your knee out. And, and, and that's, uh, um, I think, you know, luckily in college ball, a lot of those bowl games are kind of blowouts. Like as far as just once one team comes in, stomps all over the other team, you're like, all right. And he's got the, you know, Heisman trophy winner. Of course he's going to win the bowl game and then, okay, that's it. But I'm sure there's at least like probably 40% of stories where, all right, the quarterback had everything going for him, blew his knee out, couldn't walk anymore. And that was it for his like life career, not even making it to the NFL. Well, the other thing is too, I think that there is a lot of players that go unlooked at on the bench. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. We're not talking about that widow. (laughs) Freaking idiot. Anyways. Um, he, he, hey, listen, he was one of the best quarterbacks of the Broncos in the last decade. And go. I put Peyton Manning in that category. All right. <laughs> Jesus. It's, but not smoking Jay. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't put him in that category. I'm like, smoking oh, Jay guess what, there. Broncos fans? It's Peyton Manning and Tim Tebow. When wow. Peyton Manning couldn't even put on shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And you know what? I'm sorry. I mean, people like consider that like a religious like attack. Sorry. <laughs> no, like I'm not, not sorry not because sorry. it's like every time I attack the guy, they're like, "You're attacking Jesus." I'm like, uh, "He's no, not no. Jesus." It was so ridiculous. He's not the, Jesus. The kneel down. I was like, "Oh Dude, you God!" Set, you set yourself up. All you had to do was do that. 
like maybe on the sideline. Can I ask you a question? If Colin Kaepernick kneeled down as many times as he did, would he still be in the league? Oh my God. I'm an asshole. Uh, I know. So anyways, no, my where, point where, where is, we? we're, we're going to back up. We're we going to back up the cat here. We no, my Tebow and Kaepernick simultaneously. Yeah, well, you brought it up. All right. Don't point. get smart with me. <laughs> But no, my point is is that um, there is a lot of players that go unlooked in NCAA football. Uh, a lot of bench players that are fantastic that just end up at great schools, yeah. and there isn't a spot for them to play. Yeah. You know, Tom Brady, one of those guys. Sure, you know what I mean. Seventh round, draft. right? Right. Wild. That's that third always, that always third string wrong. quarterback, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean, like. So you look at that and you go, okay, so there is a huge amount of potential. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it is a fine line because, like, when you do get called up, you don't want to blow yourself out. But then you don't want to approach the sport from a uh, a mindset of fear, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think as an athlete, naturally, you want to go out there, do the best, make the play, win the game. Uh, and then I think – that's what's interesting about this is the the money, the potential, the endorsements, everything that's also a part of the game uh, that is less, you know, they don't want that to be as public. They're not like, oh, you know, what was really great about Michael Jordan was his Nike contract. Like, they're more like, oh, no, the six championships. I'm like, but that guy got paid. Oh, he got paid. Air Jordan's like, like but, no question. But it was weird, man, when he went from UNC to the NBA. He didn't. Like his first year in the league, he was not good, dude. And he actually well, he got up benched. And coming at that point. Yeah. And he also got benched, I think, at one point during his uh, career at UNC. Yeah, I mean, Jordan is a, a special topic because it sort of set the bar for what a pro athlete will get paid. And how they will build their franchise, and not just in their. I feel like Kobe's like that. I feel like there's certain players where they're international big, and that became the money aspect of. Oh, dude! If I could be like Mike, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I heard that song all the time when I was a kid. Want to be like Air Jordans? I mean, dude, those came out when I was twelve. And you got talk about a brand. You've got. You know, insurance commercials, uh, especially Shaq, it's icy hot for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Because he's large and he's got back pain. Well, I could see that. Uh, but you just it's like... Terrible. You live in this, uh, you know, pro athlete thing where if you're a smart pro athlete, you could make money for the rest of your life. And if you're one of the crazier ones, like the uh, self-destructive types, you know... It's like, it's it's just like you're not going to get any money at all, and you're going to, you know, you got guys who are dead broke. Yeah, walking into the league. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're at a negative before they even get to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? All right, so this is a fun game we like to do. Lately, we've been doing kind of worst ofs. Um, so what are the worst franchise names in the NBA, NFL, NHL, and MLB? And we also get to parlay that into – what are the worst mascots? And I think we both kind of like we both kind of like the gritty. We we kind of like uh, a little bit of the Philadelphia Flyers, a little bit of a, a Muppet, 
who's got uh, crazy drunk guy eyes. Yeah, well, he definitely represents the <laughs> Philly fans well. He's so amazing. He's just like, yeah, oh, yeah. He wanted a culmination of all the drunks in Philly. That's, so That's what it would look like. He's orange. A giant fucking monster. It's like orange, <laughs> like, like dreads. Uh, I think we could both agree that the uh, you know one of the worst names in sports is the Pelicans. It's uh, just, yeah. it's just god awful. Uh, New Orleans, you know, you could have gone with a lot of fun things about what New happened Orleans, to the like Hornets. The I mean, I like that the Hornets. Cool. Uh, you know, what about like the Bourbon Streets? I guess that just implies like bachelorette parties and drunkenness. But yeah, <laughs> boobies, yeah, that's true. boobies everywhere. Yeah. The New Orleans, I don't know. The Deltas, they're in a Delta. I don't know. You could have a lot going on. I think uh, you know one name that's always bothered me in the NFL is the Colts, just like as a name of a franchise. And I know it's a storied franchise and it's, yeah, but whatever name it. That, I mean, the, that's the, the most names, story it's got. The, yeah, I'm like, not getting paid man in credit. All right. Oh, yeah, if yeah. That's what you're looking for. Well, you're not going to find I'm it. I'm not going to find it from you, but I just think <laughs> the name of Indianapolis Colts, it doesn't sound good to say out loud. And also a Colts is less than a Bronco. You know what I mean? Like it feels like an infor- inferiority thing. Yeah. Well, that one's I always mean, bothered me. Um, I would just say that, like, one of my favorite names is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because <laughs> I'm the, a child. Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, <laughs> I agree with you. And especially if you were an 80s fan of the Bucks, you know, they had that guy with the sweet mustache, right? <laughs> yeah. For a long time. That was their logo. You're like, yeah. that is one Rico Suave pirate. Yeah. I want to be a part of that. Uh, I think the San Diego Padres is a bad name. Um, oh, God. But maybe that makes me. You know, and consider it. But I just think it's like it's a terrible name. It's like Diego. a college name. Yeah, you, you could do anything. It's like the pro. Could, it's like the PRI Friars, I mean, right? It's a, you know, it's right on the Pacific Ocean. You've got cool animals there. Um, I think we both like the name Miami Dolphins, right? We're we're both on board with that. I mean, we both saw Ice Ventura. Yeah, I was always on board. And then I think as far as like uh, NBA, yeah, the Pelicans. Plus, they had that nightmare mascot that was a baby head for a while. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Dude. Yeah, it was, it was legit terrifying. I think if you're talking about bad mascots, well, we got to go to Philadelphia again. The uh, the green one. What's the guy for the the Phillies? You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, the goofball. The goofball. Oh, okay. We're going yeah. we're going on a mascots now. We're going yes, on the a goofball. Yeah. The goofball is probably hands down the worst and greatest creation of yeah. <laughs> any sport ever. It's a rejected like Muppet from the seventies. Seventies, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like the gritty before gritty was gritty. Well, and it's like, <laughs> you know, again, on your whole theme of Bad horse names. That's what a filly is. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a filly is like a female horse. Yeah. But then they came up with this stupid flipping friggin' like mascot yeah. that runs around with a beer gut and has a fucking horn for a nose. <laughs> 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 yeah. It, it kind of doesn't really get crazier than that. It's pretty dumb. It's, I mean, it's really, really dumb. Yeah. Uh, I respect Gritty more than I do the uh, filly. <laughs> Uh, I think if you're talking like NHL names, I think one name that's like always kind of bug- bugged me is the Washington Capitals. Like you couldn't do anything. No, it's hockey sticks in a fucking puck. That's I know. I was freaking like, logo. I was like Washington. Also, it's the capital. Like, like 
fucking unoriginal, man. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty dumb. It's it makes it. And they've its... come close to the playoffs a few times. Been in the playoffs a few times. Right. I mean, no disrespect to Capitals fans, you know. No, no, no. Got I just a great think it's team, a stupid but... name. Like it, it's such a waste of an idea. It's it's about as shitty as like the uh, fucking um, Seattle Seahawks, which is not a real bird. There's there's no such animal. It's like you know the the ocean pigeons. That's <laughs> that's, that's the Seattle. <laughs> just all right, and you know like San Francisco Forty Nine, aka Chinese chicken. What? Yeah, Forty Nine is okay. They like look for gold. Uh, yeah, Chinese. <laughs> I'm a dick. All that's right. funny. That's fine. Right in. I know. Yep, yep, I'm insensitive in. and racist. One one that we struggled with for a while was the Chicago Fire. Because they're like, yeah, historically the fire burnt down the city and killed a lot of people. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty bad name. It's a pretty big tragedy <laughs> it's for a sports real, team. You know, it's like the uh, uh, the Los Angeles earthquakes. Like, just dump. Just we don't call a team that. No, because <laughs> nobody wants that. No, because when it hits, it's gonna hit hot, Tommy, and we're all effed. Although then I guess on then Vin Diesel is going to jump in and save us all. Well, then how insensitive is the name the Miami Hurricanes? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> 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 it's a bad criticism. <laughs> the Midwestern Tornadoes. Oh my yeah. God! <laughs> the Oklahoma City Thunder. There you go. Well, there you go. Uh, that's actually a really dumb name. Think it, it, it is Think, pretty dumb. Again, what is their mascot? No idea, and my assumption is he's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who's ready for the lightning round? Let's do this. All right, so we're actually timing it. Um, All right, here's the first one, Schwaggers. You get the board. Uh, For real, though, which I started with in my writing here. For real, for real this time. Uh, With the creation of the Alliance of American Football this year and the XFL coming back in 2020, is there any world in which the NFL should be concerned starting now, 90 seconds? Um, I don't think so. I I think it's going to take about five years to develop those leagues and actually have real players in them. Now, that depends on if the NFL decides to incorporate those leagues as some kind of farm system. That's what I would say would make them relevant. However, until they make that choice to do that, they will always be second tier to the NFL. And I will yield the rest of my time to Tom Minsky. Okay, yeah, uh, just just piggybacking off of that, I think that the NFL is under no direct threat, but I think they're under a long-term threat, which I think is interesting that two leagues are forming and they kind of have no problem with it. They're like, oh, these might be minor league farming Maybe they're so confident that they're so well-established, but like you said, in five years, they might be fighting for market share, which is actually interesting. Um, In general, though, for right now, no. No way in hell. All right, stop the timer. Hey, we did that. All right, next we're going to hit up. Who's better, Serena or Venus? Oh, man, Serena, dude. Come on. Yeah, I think that that that's that's like I think that's our fastest lightning round. That took about (laughs) what five seconds. Okay, yeah. So all right, next uh, lightning round. Uh, What's better, NASCAR, Formula One? Formula One, without a doubt. And this one's interesting to me because I have a lot of respect for classic NASCAR drivers like Jeff Gordon, um, and I think like Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, junior and obviously Dale senior, Arden. senior. Yeah. God rest his soul. Yeah, I think 
F1 kind of loses because of the celebrity of NASCAR drivers versus F. Although F1 is just a way better sport. It is. And it's more technical driving, whereas opposed to NASCAR, it's more of the loop. It's endurance. Yeah. Yeah. And long game like, oh, he's like finally like clipping the guy off. I mean, uh, Days of Thunder, Tom Cruise, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a little bit more um, technique that goes into NASCAR with that circular track, whereas with Formula Formula One, it's like, dude, like those guys are lit, like legit. Strapped to rockets. Yeah. <laughs> strapped to rockets, yeah. driving down like European streets. You know what I mean? Anything yeah. can happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, shit. Okay, nice. That was our longest one. Okay, that was not even close to time, which is good. This lightning round timer is working. All right. Um, okay, what's. <laughs> What's the worst start in the Summer Olympics? What's the worst sport in the Summer Olympics? Swimming. Okay, just to think swimming. Uh, okay, a I, lot of people would argue with me and give me my 90 seconds to explain myself, okay. okay? The reason I say that is it is so tough to flip and watch. And not only that... Unless, it's, always, the, unless it's the relays. Those are good. Yeah, they are good. But you know what, dude? I mean, it's there's always... Within the first three laps, you know who's going to win that flipping thing. You yeah, know what I mean? It's a long race. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I, you know, that's, swimming has always been a boring sport for me to watch. I mean, maybe if I was there in person watching these guys swim, you know, <laughs> I feel differently. That's true. Maybe it's, maybe it's the mankinis. I don't know. <laughs> I'm threatened by it. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's how I feel about that. So, go ahead. All right. So, my worst sport is archery. And I think it's kind of self-explanatory, but I'll try anyways. Uh, I think that televising archery is just fucking terrible. (laughs) Come on, Tony. Those guys aren't even at, they're not even in shape. I'm waiting for us to have an archery guy out here so he could just chew me out. But it's like, he can be way out of shape and shoot a bow and arrow and it's not even, anyways. All right. So uh, that took the longest. Um, now our next one is what's the best sport in the summer? Soccer, soccer, freaking hands down, dude. Soccer in the Olympics. Actually solid point. Um, I think one of my favorite things in the summer Olympics to watch is the relays. I love the, uh, track relays. It, those are just awesome. Well, Usain Bolt definitely made them more relevant over the last, you know, in the last 20 years. But, you know, when our parents, uh, were our age, right? It was Bruce Jenner. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. AKA. Mr. Triathlete, AKA <laughs> now Caitlin. Yeah. Uh, Looks good in a dress. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that begs like way more than this topic was asking for. That's like way deeper of a topic. <laughs> it's just. What we're saying is, I like track, Justin likes soccer. All right, we're stopping. No, it there. no, 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 we're not. We're not. No, we're <laughs> going to keep going. Well, come no, on. No, no, no. What I mean, seconds. I'm just saying. All right, I'm going to give you my 40 seconds. 40 seconds. Imagine you're fucking 12, right? <laughs> this guy's on a freaking Wheaties, Wheaties box. 20 years later, you find out he wanted to be a woman the whole time. How do you feel about yourself as a man? You're like, oh, my greatest hero of all time wants to dress as a woman and not that there's anything wrong with that but there it, needs it to be it does beg some questions in yeah. your brain once you realize that yeah you're like listen like why did I watch He-Man oh, wow. I mean this is super it's homoerotic <laughs> <laughs> alright alright cutting it off <laughs> <laughs> 
did I watch me, man? <laughs> A lot of guys and thugs. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting super muscular. All right, so uh, now we I get still to love do, that show. Now, uh, what's the worst sport in the Winter Olympics? Go, Swaggers. Oh man, that's a good one. Curling, curling, hands curling, down. Curling's kind of one of those where, like, I hate to hate on it because it's so easy. Because it's probably not that easy to do. It's probably very difficult. But God, it just—it's not. I don't know. That's that's a hard one to watch on TV unless you really know about curling. I think we both agreed on that one. Yeah, we did. Like, but pretty much like all the other winter sports. Okay, so rebooting this guy. That only took us 25 seconds. Yeah. Uh, okay, lightning round. Uh, what is the... We're not going to do the best sport? We're doing No, we're doing what's the best sport in Winter Olympics. Reset okay. Timer, go. All right, I'm going with shooting. That's shooting. one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, especially the one where they're like actually on skis. Yeah. They go, they shoot the gun. And then they like go to the next time. I like that one a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's shooting or if that's the biathlon. Yeah, it's something. Uh, I would just say that like my favorite is. It the, is. It's the biathlon. Oh, the biathlon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my favorite is half pipe snowboarding. It to me, it just doesn't get better. Like that's those are the coolest. I'll give tricks. you that it's one. I'll give you the that best one. Best air, and you're like. When you see a really good run by Sean White, the flying tomatoes, I used to call him. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. The flaming ginger. Yeah. <laughs> flying through the air. There we go. And he dyed his hair now. So Dude. That's interesting. I, real quick, while we finish this up on the yep. uh, speed round, I actually ended up, because I work as an engineer, ladies and gentlemen, in my daytime Justin life. Justin has a job. Get excited. Exactly. So I walked on one of the stages at CBS Paramount, and Sean White, was literally doing friggin' tricks through a half pipe, a 30-foot half pipe. And then he had set himself up a living room with a gigantic bong. And I it was the guy <laughs> who had to walk in there and tell him to move his car. I was like, hey, listen, uh, that's totally badass, whatever you're doing, but you, uh, you need to move your Escalade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next guy we've got. Uh, oh, this is a relatively quick one. Uh, what NFL team has the worst fans? Oh, man, Philadelphia, without a doubt. And I mean, at Philadelphia, that's across the board. That's just not the NFL, the MLB, whatever. No, no, no. Yep. I will change my statement on that one. Okay. New York. Yeah. New, oh, York New York has Giants. the fucking worst fans of all time. Oh, I yeah. mean, Kyrie Irving wants to complain about the, uh, you know, the criticism he's getting in Boston to go to the Knicks. <laughs> Tell me how it turns out for you. Yeah, they, they're a bunch of haters. In, uh, in New York. Uh, I think as far as worst NFL fans go, I would just say, you know, I want to say the Raiders, but they're actually really good fans. Like, honestly, no, they're loyal. I, I have they're a lot loyal. of like really good loyal Raiders fans that I know of. Uh, I would say the worst NFL fans. God, I, it's just interesting because I'm I'm like fucking stuck between two teams. Go ahead, lay them both okay. out there. Right. You only so, got 90 so seconds. On the, on the one side, I would say like the bad Raiders fans, like the real dirty ones. Or like The one that piss on kids, lot. yeah. Yeah, I would say them. And then I'd say like, you know, the real similar bad Eagles fans who will stab you and kill you in the parking lot. So those are my Or two. throw D batteries at J.D. Drew. At JD, Either way. Yeah, I was like between Either the two way. of them, they kind of both earned it. Okay, right. go ahead. All right, so that was honestly because I was wishy-washy. Um, okay, so who's the best running back of all time in the NFL? Going Jim over? Brown. Jim Brown, hands down. I'm I'd, sorry. I'd go Sanders. That's, okay. That's where, that's where I'm at. 
All right. All right. Uh, so that was fast. I disagree. He disagrees. Hi- highly disagree. Well, you want to continue your 30, 40 seconds with that? No, no, no. I don't. I, I think that the record speaks for itself, Tommy. Well, there you go. Uh, Tommy so lost go after yourself. All right. All right. Now we, yeah. Well, there you go. All right. Best quarterback of all time in the NFL. Tom Brady. I think I think it has to be Tom. The reason I brought this one up is because there's a small, slight argument that it could be Joe Montana. Um, but I think that's only because he uh, went to four and he won. He four. went to four and he won four. Yeah. But Tom Brady has more. He's got more MVPs. It's like it's really hard to not argue. Tom Brady, you spend eight. Fucking Super Bowls. But he hasn't won them all, which, you know, you could do the whole LeBron thing. Oh, uh, whatever. But he's a, six and three in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, what other like, quarterback can say that? None. <laughs> so, Tom Brady, greatest. Okay, so that was fast, 30 seconds. All right, uh, and then we've got who's the best wide out of all time in the NFL? I'm this gonna, one's interesting. You go ahead and take this one first. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice? Yeah. Best that is out. actually, that's a really good call, man. Yeah, man. just Jerry Rice. Well, when I think of... Best wide receiver, I think of the most catches, and I think of the most uh, touchdowns, and, and that's Jerry Rice. So it's the only other argument I could possibly see is uh, what we were talking about. Uh, Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne. From that was going to be my Colts. pick. Yeah. That was going to be my pick. And Reggie Wayne. I think if you wanted to say just like for having the most impact as a wide out, Maybe it was Reggie Wayne. I don't know. Um, so, dude, he posted 80 receptions in each of his last six seasons and 1,000 yards in each of the past seven. Yeah, it's it's almost That's like... That's like fucking retarded. Yeah, it's almost like unfathomable. Of, <laughs> right now in the NFL, I you would struggle to find someone who can do that. And you probably won't see someone like that in a long, long time. Okay, uh, then we've got next in the lightning round... Who's the best hockey player of all time? Wayne Gretzky, dude. Come on. And this is interesting because I agree, Wayne Gretzky, but we both talked about Ovechkin. And yeah, we both did. And in, then I would also say Mario Lemieux. Yeah, between the three of those guys, you got to pick one. I think go Gretzky just because he went, as you're saying, in the no helmet league. Yeah, he was in the he era in of the no bruiser, helmets in the, the NHL. Era. Yeah. And then and uh, Canadian hockey. I mean, yeah. good Lord, my yeah. man. At Edmonton, oh my God! Can I tell you a story, Tommy? Yeah, you got a minute. All right, sweet. So, <laughs> so my dad used to tell us, me and my brother both, this story. So, the Providence Reds used to play uh, at the Providence Civic Center. It used to be an old, you know, creaky wood building, right? Instead of glass, they had chicken wire. Mm-hmm. And then my dad was like, one of his uh, buddies' fathers played for the team, so. Uh, they he used to go to the games all the time. Nothing like those chicken wire games. Yeah, exactly. So I guess <laughs> apparently it was still like blood stains from the game before. Oh so and my dad had no idea why. Well, he found out real quick because apparently when the opposing team would get you know shoved into the boards, which was chicken, chicken wire, wire, and these guys weren't wearing helmets, the fans would just stop punching them in the <laughs> face. <laughs> And you're like, that's that's why I love this sport. <laughs> oh, man. You got to love hockey. Oh, oh God. It's All great. Right. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. One. All right. Now we've got, oh, this one. Actually, okay. It takes a little bit longer to introduce it. Jason Witten coming back from the broadcast booth to the Dallas Cowboys to play. Go, Schwaggers. Stupid. You're too it's old, a, bro. It's a dumb move. Yeah, way dumb. What are you, dude, you've been sitting there eating pie for the last year yeah. and a half. Yeah, yeah. 
What are you out of your mind? Like, what is it going to be? You and Tony Romo genius? Like, get out of here. Yeah. You're full of it. Like, there's no way you're going to be a productive member of a football team. And I have to second that. I think that once you kind of leave the league for a year, you're at serious injury risk. He's coming back. I think he's going to be 37 when he starts playing again. That's too old for you're a tight be end. Tight end. You're gonna get you're gonna get tackled and you're gonna get hurt. And <laughs> I don't think there's any chance of that guy. I mean, you know, he was a he was an all star for all those years, all pro for Dallas, and now it's like I'm gonna fix the Dallas Cowboys by playing tight end again. It's it's just mind boggling. Like the, you definitely have a little bit of ego going back. Yeah, no, you're like, dude, oh, yeah, I can still play this game at 37. Yeah, you're out of your freaking tree, dude. You're playing with Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott. I'm like, these kids are young, man. Yeah. And it's a different game now. I don't know. I Okay, so we both agree on that. Probably a bad idea. Um, All right, lightning rounds. And then this is the fun one. This is our final one of the night. Johnny Menzel kicked out of the Canadian Football League. Oh, shocking. (laughs) Oh, everybody's shocked by that. (laughs) It's just... It's just, uh, did he violate the substance abuse policy? Yeah, he violated yes, he the did. substance abuse policy. Maybe a little bit too much cocaine, Johnny. Yeah, uh, well, you know, there's a lot of snow up there in Canada. Yeah, there is. There's a ton. <laughs> there's, there's a lot, lot of white, a lot, lot of, of strippers powder. that are unemployed. <laughs> he was, oh, he was, that was in and out of that league. Uh, oh, yeah. All right. So for those of you uh, uh, wondering what our thoughts are on uh, this, this coming uh this coming baseball season. We'll tune in with that next week. Uh, please stay listening to our Oh, an NBA postseason, baby. Yeah, plus we got the playoffs going up, both for hockey and NBA. Nothing short of getting excited about it. Uh, tune in. Let's Talk Smack Sports Podcast. Thank you all for listening. Schwaggers, you got the mic. Oh, yeah, and don't forget to talk some smack. It changed. <laughs> <laughs>